Well, um, I decided to talk about some reminiscences, but uh, I could talk all day. Uh, uh, however, in six minutes, can't say very much. Uh, the problem is what not to say. Uh, well, first, let me say, I've decided I'm a scientific opt opportunist. Um, now, I belong to a class of chemists who are levels, lovers of molecules, uh, just as politicians are lovers of people. Um, well, I'm, I'm not um, a big theorist like uh, Einstein or others I could name. Uh, I'm interested in using theories, applying them to understand molecules. And in particular, I put it this way, I want to understand what electrons are doing in molecules because it's the electrons buzzing around in the atoms and molecules. They are what uh, give the molecules their character, their behavior, their properties, and so on. Well, I might say, mention, I went to a good high school, graduated in 1913. Um, they had English, of course, French, German, and as an extra, I took Latin and uh, for one year. I recommend that as a good way of understanding what words mean in English or Italian or French or Spanish. Um, uh, it was really the vocabulary of Latin that's especially good. Now, as for English, you must remember the uh, England was taken over by the Normans in the Norman Conquest. It was about something up to 1000 AD. So the English language is quite a, quite a mixture. Anglo-Saxon, French, and so forth. Well, I was very, very interested in English, but I was very interested in science. And uh, in science, uh, I thought the theory of evolution was, I was very impressed with the theory of evolution. Uh, evolution. Uh, <laughs> well, revolution's all right uh, at times, but not, <laughs> but not, uh, yeah. Not at the wrong time. I remember uh, uh, President, uh, oh, oh well. <laughs> uh, well, he said he was both a radical and a conservative. I think that is rather good. Well, that's getting a little off the subject. Um, anyway, I went to a good high school and learned a lot of things, and uh, I gave a talk about electrons uh, at the graduation ceremony. <laughs> electrons, what they do, what they are, and what they do. Um, but now people, uh, at that time, people didn't, weren't so familiar with electrons, but now 
people know all, uh, all about them. But anyway, uh, later I got interested in what, especially in what electrons are doing in molecules. And I went to MIT, studied chemistry, but I took uh, two courses in chemical engineering. Now, uh, people who do pure science, um, well, I, I thought that I might go into chemical engineering, um, might go into engineering. It, it was a very broadening experience to hear uh, to learn something about engineering. And, uh, oh, by the way, uh, W.K. Lewis was the professor. Uh, uh, most every time he came in to talk, he said, he started his lecture with the comment, hell spells. Hell spells. Now, I thought what he meant was, ain't nature wonderful, or something like that. Well, after I graduated from MIT, um, it was um, 1917, and the, war, the First World War was still going on. Well, I got a job in a poison gas laboratory um, <laughs> where they had every kind of poison gas known to man in a room, oh, very much smaller than this. And, uh, well, I wasn't really a very good experimenter, and I got myself um, filled some mustard gas and uh, had to stay in the hospital for six months. <laughs> but I had some nice skin grafts, and uh, I now have a, a beautiful scar, which is, uh, it, it functions, the skin functions perfectly uh, perfectly well, but I think it's a good exhibit to show to a doctor. Well, uh, yeah, well, that's not too important. Uh, I was a civilian uh, while in the poison gas laboratory, but um, after six months in the hospital, I got back, and then pretty soon they put me into the army, uh, chemical warfare service. So. Well, that lasted only about two months and the war was over. However, during that two months, I got the flu. Everybody in 1918, <laughs> not everybody, but lots of people, most people got the flu. So I stayed in the hospital tomorrow. But finally, they, uh, they discharged me from the army and uh, as a, a what, uh, a, uh, Private first class. I don't know why I was first class, but anyway. <laughs> so I'm a veteran of the First World War. <laughs> uh, technically speaking. <laughs> they gave us a, a uniform that didn't fit very well, and uh, we did a little drilling, but, well, really. Um, well, then... After that, I got a job with the New Jersey Zinc Company, but just for a few months. And uh, after that, I went to the University of Chicago and got a PhD in, uh, well, uh, working with 
a professor, Professor Hawkins, who was the only man who was interested at that time in the nuclei of atoms and molecules. There weren't many physicists in those days, and everywhere else it would be physicists, and the great physicist Rutherford in England in particular, uh, first uh, learned that what that an atom has a lot of electrons buzzing around a nucleus. He found the nucleus. So I thought that was important, the nucleus. But Professor, Professor Hawkins at the University of Chicago was the only person I'd heard of who, in this country, who was interested in nucleus. So I went there and uh, I did some research. But after a while, uh, well, that was very interesting, uh, but um, I, I finally got a, a fellowship, a National Research Council fellowship, to continue doing more of that research. However, after a while, I asked to have, if I could have the fellowship extended. Well, they said, well, maybe, but not unless you do something different. So I had to find something different. Well, I made one suggestion. They said, no, we don't know enough physics. And then I suggested something else. Well, that got me to Harvard. And I learned, I didn't know anything about spectroscopy, but there there was a very fine professor, Professor Saunders, who, who told me about how to do spectroscopy. So I started doing spectroscopy and I looked at all sorts of, I got all sorts of spectra and I was interested in understanding, interpreting them. The theory, well I didn't know first how to do the experiments or understand the theory, but well I just uh, I picked up what I could and went ahead and in about a year or two I was becoming a leader in this subject and I was rather surprised perhaps but well that's all right and then uh, really the thing I wanted to say was well after uh, two years or so I went to, I decided to go to Europe and I went to Europe and I looked up all the people who have been doing something significant in this field uh, of molecular spectroscopy and then I went on from there to, to molecular structure. Well among people I went to see I was I was uh, had an inferiority complex about executives but I had no fear about seeing the best scientists. So among others, I went to see Professor Bohr in Copenhagen, uh, who uh, was, uh, had been given an appointment as a, the best, uh, the first citizen of Denmark, and that entitled him to a, a house. It was a sort of a marble palace in the uh, grounds of the Carlsberg Brewery. So I went there and 
and he came out to meet me on his bicycle. He was at his uh, summer place. And I met his wife and fine, five fine sons. And, well, oh, uh, well then the... <laughs> I haven't talked all day, but I've talked quite a little. And the message I wanted to say is the International Fraternity of Scientists, but the International Fraternity of Businessmen, the International Fraternity of Artists, every, all kinds of people. Go abroad and you meet people. They meet people. Well, I met scientists, uh, one who was a lord, and uh, uh, just from all walks, of life, all walks of life in their origin. But it was interesting. Thank you. Thank you very much.